What's up, everybody? My name is Will Smear, and welcome back to another episode of the Lovely Idiot Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 26, 2021, and I am back this week with more. I apologize for some technical difficulties on the last episode. Episode 23, I obviously have been on a break for a while, so got some things cleaned up. I tried to clean up the audio as best I could. It seems like there were some issues with the microphone and with the setup, but anyways, I left it out there just to kind of catch everybody up on the happenings of the summer and what's been going on and what's the plan going forward. It really wasn't terrible. It just was not ideal. Uh, So today I want to talk about a little bit about, you know, obviously with this podcast, the plan is to talk about my life, but also things that impact our lives, just kind of get people thinking. If if you watched any of my videos over the summer on LinkedIn or on Instagram, you know, the, the focus for my life has shifted away from technology. In fact, I have pretty much permanently moved away from working in the web and tech uh, because I finally, you know, have removed myself from several social media platforms. Nothing against the people that I connected with there. I love them all dearly. For me, there's certain things I want to spend my time on and focus on in life, and it's just not that. So I also, with that, have decided to uh, shift my one of my websites, which was, you know, really severely outdated anyways, uh, as far as what pertained to my previous life as a developer and that role. So really now the shift has focused to building my brand uh, individually, you know, myself, myself. the will brand, if you will. And then of course, you know, the lovable idiot, which is kind of my, this fun podcast, but also is just, uh, you know, people really think it's a, let's start, let's start over. So my last name is somewhat difficult to say, um, for me, um, You know, the brand is myself, me. Um, that's not to be arrogant. That's just, you know, what it is today. Uh, and my last name is impossible to say. It has been impossible most of my life uh, throughout my career. People are always wondering how to say my last name. Every time I go somewhere, they ask, you know, <laughs> it because it's E-R-E-R is the last four letters. People always ask me. Is that the case? And of course it's the case. Why would I make it more horrible than it is? Uh, And I love my heritage. I love my family. It's nothing. It's just could be less confusing. So a long time ago when I started getting involved in the web and social media came about, I created the I'm Big Will persona because Big Will was already taken. Not very original, but, you know, (laughs) it, it, it certainly describes who I am. I am not a small individual, and uh, my name is Will, so very exciting. That being said, you know, when I went to do start a podcast, uh, (laughs) I was, you know, envisioning it being slightly different, but 
as the world evolves, I change, everything changes. So does certain th- does so do th- certain things in life, and uh, you know, I feel like level buddy. It really embraces who I am at every level. I I can be very serious when the time calls for it. I can, you know, I'm able to have a number of different types of conversations with a number of different types of people. That's probably one of my downfalls. And in terms of my overall brand is that I can span a wide variety of age groups. And, um, you know, when I think about my life, I talk a lot to my five-year-old son. It's probably, you know, and I have nieces and nephews that are even younger than uh, my five-year-old now. And that really spans all the way up until, you know, I had a practice client uh, earlier this summer who was in her 70s. And, you know, it's just interesting. So, um, you know, that's a very long way to say that, you know, my brand and my last name, my name is difficult to say. So I've always had a sort of persona, if you will, or some kind of alternative to my actual name because my last name is difficult. Uh, even for me, it took me like 30 plus years to realize that my last name, Schmirr, well, that rhymes really well with mirror. Too obvious. Didn't think about it for the first 30 plus years of my life. And when somebody said that, I was like, oh, fuck, that's genius. Um, needless to say, uh, so I created lots of alternative acronyms and nicknames and what have you. So. Uh, anyways, you know, what I want to talk about today is really getting back on track here for this particular episode of the podcast is kind of a little bit more coaching focused and something that recently came to my attention, uh, through a client actually was, and it's funny because this, I I don't know if, uh, this particular client had seen my video on LinkedIn. They, they certainly didn't comment, but a lot of people don't comment. Some people watch, some people only watch part. It's very interesting actually doing video on LinkedIn, but the topic came up, I think through clubhouse, through my coaching network and my coaching friends that we all do a room together. And I believe that's how it originally came about. So I turned it into a video for LinkedIn. And I, I, you know, I don't think I gave it enough thought initially, but, you know, somebody asked. So I thought it would be a good video. Do you have to be likable to be a good leader? And initially I said no. But I think that really is dependent on a lot of things. It depends on one, how you define likable. And what that means to you. It also, you know, I think I was thinking about it very sort of specifically at that time when I did the video. And it's like, well, you don't have to be likable, but you have to be able to be respected. And and so anyways, that question came up recently and I, I really kind of reframed my initial thoughts on likability and what likable meant to me. When the person I asked, they were like, well, have you ever worked for uh, a boss or an employer or somebody as a leader that you didn't like? And the answer is, yes, I have. I think we all have. Um, we all experience or have or will throughout some periods of our life where we have an employer or a leader 
that we do not jive with. Um, I think for many of us, we are able to kind of work through that. Um, I don't think it is a good long-term solution by any stretch, but I think everybody is capable of doing that. Um, you know, that being said, I don't know how great it is for your mental health and physical health long-term, but I think there are ways around that. And I think the reality is we all would like to work for people that we enjoy working with. Um, so I think initially I was thinking, well, there's people I enjoy and blah, blah, blah. But really, when I thought and sat about it and sat with it and they were like, well, you know, uh, and, I, and I really thought about it. When when was the time? What did I think of the leaders that I when I did my absolute best work for somebody else or actually including myself? Did, you know, when I think about it from a certain perspective, it, it's true. Uh, every time I worked for somebody else and I was doing my best, absolute best work, feeling empowered, feeling fulfilled, feeling respected, feeling, you know, motivated, inspired, positively impacted. The list goes on. I mean, there's no shortage. Uh, did I feel autonomy? Was I trusted? Did I feel like there was trust in the relationship? Was there transparency, integrity? All of these values and principles and were these things that were present? And the truth is, I think you could take all those and sort of wrap them in in the likability wrapper. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, the, the answer is, I think, honestly... My best work for for somebody else and myself is when I have really embraced and liked the person I've worked with or for. And that includes myself. When have I been at my best as an entrepreneur? It's the days that I feel really invigorated, that I like what I'm, you know, some days with MS, I... I what I really like about going back to being an entrepreneur is if I'm not feeling it on a particular day, I try to get the, I wouldn't say the bare minimum, but I try to, you know, I may need to take more breaks. This is, of course, my lens and my perspective in my particular situation. So everybody's going to be different. But I do think what I touch on in terms of feeling motivated, inspired, respected, impacted, autonomy. All those things, you know, it goes back to when you do your best work working for somebody else or, or in a team or even for yourself. It's when you really like yourself, um, you're feeling positive. You know, I think I've come a long way. I had some years where I really questioned myself. I, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm still working through things, but I, I, I feel like, um, I've sort of broken through, you know, it'll never completely go away. And there are good days and bad days, but I think I'm much more able to recognize those thoughts and days and experiences and persevere through the day, be able to get, uh, forgive myself and, you know, understand that although I'm trying to be my absolute best every day, some days are tougher for one reason or another, but that's okay. I, I, I accept that 
you know, I really, I value what other people think in life. Um, I value other people's opinions or input, their, their thoughts, their experiences, their perspective, uh, all those things, right? Because they help me think about things because I'm endlessly curious. And even with this particular topic, like, you know, you you asked me a month ago when I did my video for LinkedIn, I mean, I don't think it was terrible, but I think it was, yeah, I mean, I had a different opinion a month ago because I hadn't thought about it from this particular perspective. So sometimes it's just shifting a mindset. Now that seems easy, uh, but that takes a lot of work. Um, It doesn't happen overnight, but I think as you start to recognize certain things about yourself, whether you learn them through journaling or talking to other people, some people are talkers, some people are writers, uh, you know, and you see that on social media, right? You see some people do videos, some people are better with the written words, some people like myself are not particularly good with the written word or the spoken word. (laughs) And that's not, I'm not putting myself down. It's just, you know, I, I like to try different things. I feel like that's how I learn and grow. I think if you asked me two years ago, I would have thought I was a top notch speaker, but then, you know, the stroke and MS kind of uh life has a funny way of resetting things in life right uh you know i woke up one day with a speech impediment and i've been working through that ever since we're we're still working through that so you know i think and then and as a result sometimes you know i don't like to be the most polished uh i don't like to have everything written out word for word it's just not my particular style it's not being lazy i just i like to be more conversational so when i do videos sometimes i really have to watch myself uh when i do this podcast i have to watch myself then i kind of have notes that i'm staying relatively on target but uh like a goldfish i can easily get distracted i you know i know that about myself these are things that i'm aware of some of them i'm working through some of them you know i feel like are less important to work through at you know not everything can be the most important right so we have to prioritize and so circling back to the topic really on today uh and being likable to be a good leader you know again my perspective has shifted i've thought that through Further, and I'm sure it probably requires some more thought, but I think when you think about it from that particular perspective of, you know, uh, for yourself as an entrepreneur, maybe you have a team, maybe you work for a team, maybe you are, you know, an executive running a team, running a company, you know, at some point in everybody's life, even the people who have been entrepreneurs since they were six, there's a good chance Somewhere along the line, they worked alongside or with uh, leaders of different kinds. So I think, you know, I'm not going to change anybody's mind, but I encourage you to kind of give it some thought and just think about other times where you have really excelled. And when you have done your best work, were you in the best frame of mind? Were you being kind to yourself? Were you being kind as a leader? Were you being open and transparent? Were you willing to grow and learn? Were you willing to create a culture where it was, or an environment where it was safe to fail and learn and grow? Um, 
you know, these are all interesting things to think about. These are not the most, this is not the most comprehensive list. You know, leadership is a really super broad topic. Um, you know, when people talk, told me to kind of narrow stuff down for my business and, and my niche, and I was always adverse to that word. And, you know, even when I, I worked through some of Bray Brown's exercises on focusing in on my values, uh, and then Dr. Susan Davids, uh, also she's, she's done a lot on values and Dr. Uh, Dr. Jen Frem, who I also uh, met on Clubhouse a couple of times earlier in the year and just bought her new book, uh, which, again, I posted about. about she talks about uh, she speaks on agility and leadership from that perspective. And that all really resonates with me, obviously, doing a lot on agility earlier in the year and kind of being in that world. And I think uh, there's a lot to that topic as well, I think. You know how we deal with change is, is an interesting topic for for a future episode. Um, definitely one top of mind right now. But I just thought, you know, since this came up with in conversation, and I, I've seen some similar things, I thought it'd be timely to talk about it because, you know, again, I think initially when I thought about likability, I was like, well, I don't think you have to like somebody to respect them, and I still. I don't think you have to, you know, necessarily like somebody to respect them. I think it helps. Um, it just, you know, it really motivates, I think, people to do their best work. And that doesn't mean you agree absolutely 100% with everybody. But it does mean, you know, they're likable enough to you that you really respect the individual on the other side of the conversation. And that... um you know, you can respect the difference in opinions and you can have honest and candid conversations. And again, it doesn't mean every time you're going to absolutely agree. I mean, I think that's even kind of that that's concerning because that kind of lends itself to superficiality and, you know, nicey nice. And that's not beneficial either. But I think being able to like somebody to the point where you really respect them. I think if you kind of shift that perspective, you know, open yourself up to the possibility, well, one of being perhaps incorrect, like I was, um, you know, and I think it's okay. You can own that shit. Um, I think that's a big thing I saw earlier today, actually. I think, you know, that goes back to when we make a mistake as a leader. I think that's okay, right? Because just like a leader, just like an employee, you want to be able to try stuff out you want to be able to experiment that's how you push yourself to learn and grow and if you if you don't try something new it's very hard to know if it's going to work or not um so without giving yourself permission to try something new and you know leading by example by doing that i think goes a really long way uh the last thing i'd actually want to talk about because i forgot to to mention this uh, when it comes to leadership, I think uh, two real big things for me are, you know, all the things I talked about. But I think trust and making sure other people feel heard are very foundational. Um, I know there's a kind of big bombs to drop at the end. But, you know, I don't think this is the last conversation we'll have on the podcast about leadership. I think that is... Uh, 
for me, that keeps, like I said, keeps bubbling to the top, whether it's conversations with clients or on LinkedIn. I just, you know, I, I really enjoy leadership. I, I enjoy talking about leadership. I enjoy helping support others as they grow and, you know, uh, change and evolve, whether that's my daughter or my kids or friends that I've had for a long time. I just really feel drawn and driven to leadership. In fact, I, I honestly think it is one of my core values. I only took it off when I went down to two core values earlier this year, doing some of those exercises where I think integrity Encourage are really the two most foundational values, but I think the overarching topic for me in terms of values is leadership. That's very clear to me at this point. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, really doing more of these podcasts. These are quick 20-ish minutes. This is going a little long today. But that being said, I wanted to pop out a new episode because I know yesterday's uh episode which i re-uploaded this morning did not have the greatest audio quality so forgive me for that but uh next time we will you know pick a new topic i will circle back next week to see what's going on in my life and if there's nothing super impactful go into the grab bag i'll try to ask some questions on uh instagram because there is no more twitter so i don't know uh hope you found that valuable hope you learned something from it hope it gets you thinking and uh that's it for today and bye 